Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Star Fellows, your favorite D&D podcast in a galaxy far, far away. I'm your Dungeon Master, Rob, and with me, as always, are my friends, Hannah. Saw dudes. Amelia Som. What's up? And Brennan. Hi, everyone. Where we left off last time, the uh, Argonauts were victorious in their battle against the Queen and her abomination Wookiee Lilac creations. You guys fought valiantly against the queen and have smited her, Rama uh, decapitating or slicing her in half in honor of old Davy. Um, and you guys are victorious. The orb of the one mind has been attached to a scepter that is now on the on the floor of this command center um, next to the queen's body. Um, Dono Barhimian is still cowering uh, near or behind the throne. Um, and you guys uh, are are in the ship. Uh, what are you going to do next? Um, Save the Wookiee. I'd like to walk up to Donna Barhemian uh, while Rama's doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, let's start with you and, and Donna. Um, he is like behind the throne, like with his his hands over his ears, like ah. <laughs> I just look straight down at him. Ah! <laughs> Is that all he does? Uh, yeah, he's just kind of like cowering behind the throne. Yeah, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> uh, listen, I got I got money, I, I got I got power. I can give you anything you want. Just uh, don't don't cut me into pieces. Uh, that's a twenty-two to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you hit him, you kill him. What do you, how do you kill him? <laughs> um, He's got one hit point. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I just look down at him and, uh, just one slice, kind of cutting him from, like, the sh- one shoulder down to underneath the arm of the other side. Not quite like a decapitation, but just a slice across. 
Yeah, you just execute him um, and uh, completely slice him like uh, down diagonally across his body, uh, and he he falls to the ground, um, bleeding and, and dead. Uh, you killed him. Uh, <laughs> he's dead. Uh, rip him. Um, okay. So. No rip. No rest. No peace. <laughs> no. Rest in pieces. Um, wonderful. Um, so Rama, you go over to the tank uh, with um, the the Wookie Tardal, and as I'm you go with them. Okay. By the way. Um, <laughs> As you guys. Emotional support mix. <laughs> well, I'm thinking if I can uh, beep boop bop the, the container open, maybe. Oh, that's you're thinking. You're thinking with your brain. I was gonna yeah. like smash <laughs> it or something. <laughs> right. So the battle um, and the rest of the ship is still going on. You can hear distantly sounds like explosions. You can still hear some fighting going on outside of the door that you guys came into. Um, as you guys approach this pill-shaped, like, human-sized container um, with these electronics and stuff with Tardal inside, um, over the course of the battle, the liquid inside the container has turned a deep kind of foggy black color, making it difficult to see um, the Wookiee inside. Um, yes, there are, like, a series of technological locks and, like, systems on this thing. Um, Mix, if you would like to try to uh, mess with it or open it, uh, you may yes, do please. so. Yes, please. Okay. I have a brief question while Mix is doing that. Um, did Digo and Monkey stick with the <laughs> with Easy Company? Um, Digo did. Monkey uh, uncloaks himself um, and and reveals himself to be uh, like dancing on the body of Queen Melaronin um, <laughs> in revenge for Rosie. Um, no. um, this is a technology check for um, me, right? It is a technology check. Uh, I'm okay. going to need you to roll it with disadvantage since this is alien technology that you are okay. with. <laughs> I rolled 18 or 17. So uh, what is that? 20? Uh, not, not natural 20? Oh, wow. Okay. Very good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you start working um, on this pod and you start getting like some readings from it that you see. Um, and you see that the transformation is about 70% complete on the Wookiee inside. Um, gonna hit cancel on that cancel <laughs> dot exe um, <laughs> great so you hit the uh, the cancel button and you hear the pod itself like powered down and you hear like the hiss of like coolant um, like leak from the uh, sides of the pod and the black liquid inside of the pod um, starts to swirl and settle um and uh, the pod itself unlocks. Um, go ahead. Um, so who's gathered around this pod? I mean. Me and Mix for sure. Yeah. Okay. Elle's busy executing. Yeah, after I do that, I'm going for the orb, so. <laughs> okay, so you're Smart. you're going over to the uh, orb, um, Elle, um, so you're not seeing this. Um, Rama and mix, I need you guys both to make me dexterity saving throws real quick. I uh, found my dice, so <laughs> do this not digitally. Two. Uh, that's a ten. Okay, so you guys both <laughs> fail the saving throws. Good lord. So you're looking at the pod as it's powering down, um, and the liquid starts to clear. And from inside, uh, you both see a pair of 
uh, glowing red eyes flick open and the pod and the glass burst out open towards you in a like cacophonous shatter setting shrapnel your way. You guys are both going to be knocked back and you're going to take uh, five damage apiece um, from the shrapnel blowing apart. Um, <laughs> out from this pod steps a mutated Wookiee with the features of the lilac creatures that I described previously with the two stingers in his back and a malformed uh, half-completed tail behind him as the naked form of Tardell the Wookiee steps out of this tube um, with glowing red eyes. Um, L, uh, I think that you turn around when this, this happens and looking at Tardall, you get this deep sense of dread and in the pit of your stomach, you recognize that the, uh, the emperor of the infinite empire has possessed the mutated form of Tardall. Um, and he steps forward and in a deep grumbling voice that sounds distinct from how Tardall used to speak, says, Ah, this vessel is perfect. Um, and you feel a deep sense of dread and fear um, as this creature steps out. Um, what would you guys like to do in this moment? I'm not sure there's anything I can do. <laughs> I mean, just, just go of, for it, I guess. We can't right? just, I mean... <clears throat> The orb? Can the orb help? L's space Jesus and has the orb of the one mind. Surely L can do something. I've got guns and a really hot piece of metal. This is... I can't yeah, do I anything. Yeah, I got a lightsaber if we need that. Uh, <laughs> and a little droid. L, think quick. Okay. <laughs> so, I saw that thing that they did to expel the ghost. I was, no, I was, was I unconscious or was I conscious or falling out of consciousness? You were like falling uh, out of consciousness. Yeah. Okay. Or like falling, yeah, yeah. You were like badly wounded and oh, handless. God. Yeah, I don't know what to do in this situation. I'm going to grab the staff with the orb of the one mind. Good. So you clutch it um, and you notice that like it feels like hot to the touch. Like it doesn't burn you, but you feel like a, a sense of like warmth, like not in like a necessarily like a pleasant way but just like an uncomfortable like touching a seat belt that's like too hot you know um yeah. like on the metal staff um but you clutch it um and as this thing like orients itself it sees kind of you guys all like in battle position in the carnage around the ship um now something i didn't tell you guys about lilacs um although kind of implied from the first encounter you had with them these creatures are equipped with their like stingers and claws and their biology to dig through solid rock and that is um, essentially what this possessed creature is going to do the emperor in this body is going to dart with incredible speed and dig straight into the metal floor of this ship um, into the guts of the hive mothership um, you hear the wrenching sound of metal I what do you Can mean? I do something as a bonus action? Sure. I'm going to cast Dunmoth. Okay. What is that going to do? I need a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I'm trying to manipulate it into fighting me. Into fighting you. Okay. Um, uh, wisdom saving throw? 
That is going to be uh, 13 plus four. So that's going to be a 17. God damn it. Mm. So that's going to be unsuccessful. Um, I, I have a stun grenade. Can I just prime it and drop it down the hole? Yeah. The only dark power that an L has. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this thing, like, digs, like, this hole, like, into the metal, like, very quickly, tearing it apart, and you kind of hear, um, like, a, like, a wookie, like, deep, like, warble cackle, like, echo through the ship as you hear this thing, like, uh, making its way, clawing through the, like, wires and guts of the ship. Um, can I, can I shoot my net launcher at it? Um... I think it's already dug into the ship at this point. Um, I Brom- can't, like, look down the hole and fucking um, it, shoot. This thing is moving incredibly fast, like, much faster than you would have anticipated. So I'm not going Fine. to say that you can, you can net launcher it. Um, but it moves somewhere else into the ship. Um, yeah, leaving you guys alone in this chamber with the orb and the scepter um, and yourselves. Did I... Did- is there an opportunity for the stun grenade just to, to see if I could get the stuff, or is it? Do I get the feeling it's gone? Uh, yeah, it it, it dipped. Um, mm. Yeah, it's gone. I won't have you consume the stun grenade though. Mm. Thanks. Ella's immediate reaction is to get monkey to try and see. is monkey who's is only uh what is his name wings uh, connected into the ship or is it like. Are they like airdropping it to Monkey and Match? <laughs> um, it's probably just Wings, but you could contact him. Yeah, I'm gonna say Wings, we got an issue. Um, I'm gonna send Match to follow it and use uh, Tracker Droid interface oh, so I can see it. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, you can at send- a distance so it doesn't fucking mess Match <laughs> up. <laughs> just a far enough away to see it, but yeah. Um. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, so we'll deal with uh, the, the match thing in a second. So you're going to, to get in touch with Wings. Um, on the other line, you hear... Uh, uh, this is Wings. You you good? We got an issue. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. What do you got? All right. Asset enemy is tunneling through the ship. Is there any way to let us know what is beneath here that it might be going to or to be able to track it based on areas of the ship that are damaged because this guy's fucking just tunneling through solid metal like it's sand. Uh, I hate sand. Jesus, digging through the ship? Okay, uh, one sec. Um, a brief pause later and he says, Yeah, I think I see what you're talking about. There's something moving through through the chambers of the ship. It's not using any of the hallways. Uh, looks like it's moving towards one of the escape pod hangars. Is there a, a, any way we can intercept? Uh, I can try closing down the doors that lead to it. Uh, yeah, hold on. Um, and you hear some like clicking and typing on the other end. Um, I've activated some of the bulkheads leading to the, to the escape pod chamber. It might slow him down if it's if it's just digging through the, the guts of the ship, though, it might just be able to bypass them. Is there any way to just launch the escape pods? Uh, sure. Let me see if I have a- access. Um, uh, looks like, I, yeah, I'll, I'll launch them. Um, I, I can launch a few of them. It's going to take a little bit, though. Um, and, like, 
you look outside and you uh i mean like you, so you're in this like domed command center um and you do like read a couple of like escape pods just like being sent out um and you hear wings uh say uh hold your fire on the escape pods just hold your fire on the escape pods um there's nobody in them and uh they like get shot out into space um mix so you sending match down this hole to follow uh the emperor and tartal's body yeah um so uh what you see like connecting to your your recon droid is like yeah this like tunnel of like cut wires and like rent metal um like in this like hole that you know bores straight into the ship and you follow the wake of the digging um like past like several different rooms and tunnels where like he emerged and like redug and you find um like several easy company corpses in the wake that look like they have been like slashed apart um in transit of this thing moving uh through the ship um and it does seem like it is approaching uh the escape pod bay um and it is uh you like follow it all the way to the point where like it hits a bulkhead um and you see like several like large dents in this like bulkhead where this thing tried to dig its way through and then another tunnel that uh looks like it's trying to like dig around and subvert the bulkheads um until it gets um into the escape pod bay it does look like he's made it into like the room with the escape pods um but you do not see him in the room and all of the escape pods have been launched uh guys i don't see him in there does a match have different types of vision uh that's a great question um i don't know Um, does he have ghost vision (laughs) that would be great to know i don't think so i mean it is a he is attuned with the force so um (laughs) severely cool a force ghost yeah can match (laughs) that is only a jedi engineer (laughs) multi-class Uh, yeah, we'll say that match can roll force with disadvantage. Uh, disadvantage, you said? Um, should I use, how, what modifier should I use here? Should I just use my regular force, or should I use tech? Let's do light attack modifier. That's a 15 for one of them, and a 23 for the other one. Uh um so 23 um well, yeah. told me disadvantage so, so 15. 15 oh 15 15 uh yeah so uh match does not sense anything um in this room um force wise but you do feel like the res like through this droid you do feel like the residual like icky echoes of something like dark and dangerous um moving about the ship um but you see no signs of Okay. Are there any other exits in this room? Um, it does not, but you do notice that one of the escape pod, like, by one of the bays where one of the escape pods launched, you do see that, like, there has, there were, like, a bunch of, uh, scratches and, like, marks, like, dug into the metal. Um, it doesn't look like somebody, like, dug a hole there, but it looks like somebody, like, scraping or clawing at the metal where one of the escape pods used to be. Okay, so I can still feel the presence of this thing moving around, but it is not in this room, and the escape pods have launched, correct? So, yeah, you don't feel the presence of it moving in the room, but you feel, like, the residual echo from, like, when it was here. Okay. 
So, yeah, I mean, unless I'm misreading the information, that must mean he's on one of the escape pods, yeah? I think so. Yeah. Tell um, him to fire. Yeah. Um, easy company. That I think the our target left on one of the escape pods. You're open to fire. Um... Okay, so Wings relays the order and all the remaining um, pods that are still like within range of like the battle get fired upon. Um, some of them did make it like outside of the system, um, so it's unclear whether or not uh, you know your quarry survived or not or where it or where it got off to. How? Hmm. How did like? I feel like if they were unmanned escape pods either they would just like why how would we not know <laughs> if they like went somewhere if there was one with a person in it that one would have left and the other ones would have just been like ejected yeah well, we fired on all of them well, like what are we paying by the laser I mean <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay so there there is some logic to this um so these escape pods um as you guys would know just from your expertise like escape pods are fitted with um like very rudimentary like hyperspace drives they essentially like target like nearby habitable planets like away from the system that they are in so like by default they will try to like escape the zone that they're in and like go off if they're unmanned like if they're just like on autopilot then they will like just like go to places kind of in random as they're shot out and just like head towards the nearest star system um many of them like were exploded like only like one or two of them actually like made the jump um and like some of the other ones that like didn't make it out like exploded and crashed like near um the like dreadnought ships of easy company so this thing like didn't pick up on any of the escape pods that were like you know got shot down in the sky and it's unclear, like, you know, did he get on the skate pod? Did he not? Did he make it out of the atmosphere? Did he get blown up? Like, it's just unclear based on the information you guys have. Is there, like, any sort of, like, tracking panel in this room that tracks where the, the escape pods go? Uh, yes, there is. I'm gonna, Match is gonna go over to it. All right, make me a technology check. Okay. Mm, nine. Um, yeah, so you're unable to, like, get a firm tracking signal for where the, like, surviving escape pods, um, like, shot off to, but you are able to read that, uh, two of the pods did, uh, jump towards, uh, the region of the galaxy known as the Unknown Regions that are on the, um, it's kind of, the, it's, like, a similar region to where, like, Ilum is, um, but it's like a, a not sparsely populated uh, section of the galaxy. All right, well, that's our best shot. Uh, I'm going to communicate to Easy Company that we need to like secure and sweep this ship. Yes. Um, so do you guys like leave the control room to go find your the rest of your party? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys grab the scepter, um, grab M zero, grab all your stuff, um, and you guys exit. Um, I need to make some rolls real quick i'm gonna recall match back to me very good okay um i need to do one more 
great. Um, okay, so you guys exit the uh, control center, um, and you get back to where you left Gaunt and Valk and uh, Digo and the rest of the company that was covering your uh, battle uh, with the queen. And as you guys exit, uh, you see Gaunt uh, standing still with her Gatling gun. Um, she has taken several uh, like visible shots to her armor and looks injured, but otherwise okay. Um, Digo is, is injured and looking in, in very rough shape um, and is hmm. laying um, propped up against uh, the side of the ship um, with a very badly wounded and unstable uh, Valk who is uh, bleeding out and in need of medical attention. Uh, we have a first aid kit and I have a lend aid left. I can also lend aid if necessary. Hmm. If you want to save your last one. Okay, well, what, should we give him the first aid kit first? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so who are you lending aid to? Well, I guess uh, first we're doing the yeah, first, uh, aid. first aid on Valk. That's seven HP. Okay, uh, yeah, so uh, Mix and L, you go up to, to Valkyrie, um, who's, who's like sitting, um, his like sides are torn up with like blood splatters, and you guys see that like a bunch of shrapnel um, exploded and hit him in the sides of his ribs and you use the med kit and uh, some of your force powers to extract some of the more deadly shrapnel and stabilize him. Um, Mix, you, uh, you take off his helmet to address some of the wounds, and underneath the helmet you see um, a round, uh, kind-looking face of a uh, human man with um, you know, like light tan skin and dark eyes, and a sense of recognition flashes over your face as you see who looks very much like the boy you met on Hosnian Prime. Uh, and you recognize uh, a grown uh, Poku um, who has been fighting along you, um, who's looking very badly injured and kind of in and out of uh consciousness um and he uh kind of coughs a little bit of blood and says <coughs> hey mix hey buddy how's it going i uh, finally found my way back to you yeah looks like it i uh I, I tried to become a jedi when you left but i couldn't couldn't quite cut it yeah i didn't really want to break that that news to you it's not it's not for everyone uh it's okay I just uh, signed up with the military instead. Thought that could be my way of being a hero. Yeah, you absolutely. I'm feeling kind of cold. Oh, let's let's fix that. Uh, I'm gonna use another. I'm gonna use a lend aid if I can to heal more. Um, heal more HP. Um. Yeah. 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 You kind of uh, you stabilize him some more um, as he's kind of like floating like in and out of consciousness um and he like takes from his uh his pack as he uh kind of like drifts out of like wakefulness and uh hands you um a a well-loved um and slightly scuffed uh toy speeder that he has kept on him um for many years um and he hands it to you as he as he fades from consciousness um Mix just very lightly cries a little bit. 
Um, yeah. Uh, Gaunt is still kind of like covering the exits and you see just like piles and piles of destroyed droids and dead hive soldiers uh, kind of like filling the hallways. And, and Gaunt says, uh, hate to, uh, to break up the touching reunion, but uh, we, should, we should delta back to the ship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's go. Um, great. Uh, at this point, like, the ship has been pretty much, uh, like, everybody's surrendered or been killed, so you guys don't need to, like, fight your way back through. Um, but you guys, with a series of, of stretchers and other things, uh, take yourselves and your wounded uh, back to the hangar uh, where your ship is waiting uh, for you. Uh, the battle is otherwise victorious, um, and your other friends are safe. Um you guys uh, kind of hear through the normal channels um, that the Wookiees on the surface of Midgar were also victorious in, or sorry, the surface of Kajik in taking back Midgar um, from the control of Circa Arms. Um, and since L fucking slayed the CEO, uh, <laughs> that corporation is in freefall right now. The stock price has dropped significantly. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Plenty of panic investors um, on Hosman <laughs> Prime and Coruscant. I really want to see mind. the Wookiee stock market. Like, <laughs> that would be such a great... That one Wookiee in the talking about crypto, he's there for sure. <laughs> oh, no, dude, he's, he's down so horrendous. He had all of his money, like, patched into, like, Circa coin or whatever. Like, he's, he's <laughs> fucked. Um, that dude is, is having a terrible... And you guys didn't go to his party, so he's, like, doubly sad. <laughs> sad. I love justice. Even, even though the fucking planet's blowing up around him. Still had the party. Still, <laughs> Still had, had one last the- rager. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, him and, like, two other, like, Wookiee dudes just, like, vaping sadly, like, in a, an apartment somewhere. Just like, fuck, man, they didn't go to her party. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it seems like... Um, Tarfall and the rest of like the Wookiee leadership is like celebrating the victory um, in Contra Hero, and that like the Easy Company is going to like land on the planet briefly to like recuperate, touch base with the, the locals a little bit, and then then skedaddle. Um, would you guys like to follow suit and touch down on the planet briefly before you guys go on to your next thing, or what would you like to do? Trying to think what there's. I mean, is there anything unresolved? There's the there's the think... tree shrine thing. <laughs> uh, was there something that needed to be done there? I don't know. I'm, I'm asking you guys. Was there? No, I don't think there was any loose ends we needed to tie up. Okay. Uh, I think we would have at least Easy Company pass the message to the chief. Mm. Yeah, oh, that is son. Yeah, yeah. Is is dead or is possessed? Being possessed or worse, by a, a, a bone jumping ghost. Does does anybody know if we can if there's a precedent for unbone jumping jumping bones? Yeah, they did it to Akala. Yeah, Cornelius uh, did it once. That's right. Okay, and also like we could bring them back, right? You know, just cut off the bug parts and replace them with some Beskar. I prosthetics. I think we'll take it in stride. Yeah, we'll see what okay. happens. Asking he for is, a friend. He is seventy percent lilac, lilac <laughs> monster. Yeah, he's uh, not in great shape. Um, I think as soon as we get back on the ship, El is just going to meditate with the staff in the orb. Uh, 
You do not have a staff. Um, besides, I, I thought the orb was mounted on a staff. Oh yes, the scepter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yes, scepter. Yes, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, there's there's more powerful staffs out there. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so you're gonna meditate with the scepter. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you guys are kind of just chilling in the atmosphere. Still not max and relax and all cool. <laughs> Playing b-ball outside the school. Sure. Yeah. So you meditate with the orb, um, and you fall into this like trance-like state. You don't get um, like yeeted through space-time um, this time or anymore, really. Um, you felt, you know, since the balance of things have been shifting and progressing since the attack on. Coruscant, that your like innate connection with the Bendu while still present has just been less clear. Um, you know, he hasn't been like incepting your dreams as much, things have been a bit foggier. But as you meditate with this scepter, um, you do get kind of like clear, uh, like audio visual um, messages that kind of come in spurts. Um, you get kind of a, a feeling communicated to you of like gratitude and appreciation for having retrieved. Um, the orb, um, and uh, you kind of get flashes of uh, M0 um, and the orb together, and flashes of Rosie as well in your mind. Um, and the meditative vision ends with um, another vision of the broken down shrine um, that you saw in Kanchihiro, the shrine of earth and water. And then it, it changes and fades, and the statue kind of reconstitutes itself um, into a visage of the Bendu um, meditating in his stone-like um, visage. And the, the thing that was broken that he was holding onto when you saw the shrine in person reforms into uh, a staff with uh, twirling braided uh, vines that constitute its base with a sort of like wreathed um, like flowery top to it and you see this vision and then you see the vision uh, zoom out on a uh, another uh, very swampy jungle planet that you recognize as Rhodia. And your uh, vision then ends. Would I be able to, um, at some point, walk in, like knock on the door? I don't know if I'm the one who ends the vision, but uh, check in on L real quick. Yeah, we'll say that like that knocking kind of like brings L out of the meditative state um, as you kind of approach her quarters on the uh, Thorn ship. <clears throat> hey, uh, L, you're not asleep or meditating or something, are you? Not anymore. What's up? Oh, well, sorry. Should I come back and give you five, or no, do you need to like good. dial it back up? Or all right, cool. Uh, just yeah, just come in. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna open the door and say, I <clears throat> figured you'd still have the orb, and uh, was hoping to talk to you about something. Well, I know you're kind of the space-time god thing. And whatever the the Bendu is telling you, and you probably have your own priorities with this, and I was wondering if it'd be okay with you if I could have the orb at some point. 
For what exactly? It never did sit right with me that uh, Rosie was killed and what's left of her is sick because I'm an idiot. I was hoping I could use it to bring her back. Hmm. You don't have to decide now, um, but think about it. I know Rosie's kind of a interesting case, but in my experience, trying to bring back the dead doesn't turn out well. And I think in Rosie's experience, that's true for her. Hmm. Well, I don't know. At the very least, maybe I could use it to fix her uh, AI copy on the ship. Yeah, I'll um, I'll think about it. I promise. Thanks. Uh, also, uh, good work back there. Yeah, you too. All right. And then I will exit. Very good. Um, so, uh, yes, with those visions, uh, you have been kind of guided towards uh, Rhodia, but there's kind of a lot that you guys could do in this moment um, in terms of, like, advancing the ball. I know that, uh, you know, Al, at one point you wanted to, to go to some other places maybe. Um, you know, we all kind of have, like, things on the agenda I'm sure you guys would like to do so I'd like to open this up right now to some free time if you guys want to pursue anything um, on the side uh, before uh, things kind of get rolling again so is there anything that you guys would like to do in this moment or uh, kind of over the next like few days while you guys recuperate I think Mix is going to sleep for a lot of those hours (laughs) they're not used to big battles like this (laughs) actually could I drop in on Mix too I haven't talked to Mix in in a bit please do um also did I I wasn't looking for it is a 10 high enough on the passive perception to know this mix crying um I mean they're not trying to hide it so probably got it so that's kind of an anomaly I mean that's yeah for I guess sure. we'll get Definitely. into it but I'll just be like hey are you uh meditating oh uh, no I don't I don't do that very much yeah what's up got it uh, I'm just gonna awkwardly like come in and and then say hi uh how you doing i'm i'm good how are you doing uh better than you think worse than you'd hope um look i saw you crying back there that's got to be the weirdest thing i've ever seen i've seen a lot of weird stuff um kind of dealing with a space-time evil emperor ghost thing so if I think something's weird, something's really weird. And, uh, who was that? What was, what was that about? Rama didn't listen to the mix episode. No, I'm kidding. No, um, Brennan did. <laughs> no, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he, he was actually an old friend of mine who I was able to help out once. Hmm. He made it, right? Uh, no. No, unfortunately not. You, uh, 
I don't suppose you lose people a lot in from the forge and all that. Uh, I mean, if you want to count, you know, leaving the family or whatever, the whole Jedi deal, I guess you can count that, but you're right. No, I don't. I don't know if I've actually lost anyone before. All right. I, uh... I'm not in a position to give you advice, but make sure you let them go. Um, you know, if it's a giant sentient robot, that's there's some nuances there, but <clears throat> living, breathing human, uh, the third Argonaut had some troubles when it came to dealing with losing somebody they cared about and I want to make sure you're dealing with this in a healthy way you can't see me but I'm smiling vaguely underneath the helmet um but just it's okay to mourn and you should just don't let that turn into anger or suffering yeah um no I believe that we were connected once by the Force, and we were once again just the other day, and I believe we will again in the future. Whether that looks like how we, how I look like now, how he looks like now, or something else. That is a very wise thing to say. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, uh, I guess I'll be going, but also thanks for your work back there. Yeah, just doing what I can to help, you know? Also, if you ever, like, if you ever need to talk about your sentient orb robot, I'm here for you. <laughs> well, thank you. She was really something special. And um, at some point I realized I'll never forgive myself for letting her down. But uh, I gotta let go of things, too. It's despite... Despite popular opinion, I'm not perfect. Well, in my eyes, you are. Perfect, Captain. <laughs> Your kind soul. Never change, Mix. I don't plan on it. <laughs> Alright, and I'm gonna get up and leave. <laughs> Alright, very touching. Um, yeah. Gotta love the mixed dialogue every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love him. Wonderful. Okay. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four um kind of crazy um and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever um kind of crazy insane insane um it'll be the last like regular like story episode we're going to have a season four wrap episode as we always do and then we're going to have a podcast, post-mortem, 
wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time, possibly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while. Simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah. That's, that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um, yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll, we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but... Yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Um, what next? Would you guys like to uh, warp to a different planet? Um... You know, you guys have, you know, space travel, so you can kind of go wherever. Um, if you want to, like, go somewhere and, like, rest up and refuel, or if you want to, like, just flip over to Rhodia or uh, go back to Coruscant, also valid options, um, whatever you guys Yeah, we're all to. we're all long-rested, right? All long-rested up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Perfect. I've done everything I need to do, so I can hit the advance the plot button but you guys, if there's anything you guys want to yeah, do. Yeah, I'm just here for, like, you know, fighting support and also emotional support. So <laughs> I want magic armor. <laughs> okay. There it goes. I mean, I'll take some magic armor. <laughs> if that's an option, then sure. Um, okay. Uh, you guys want to go, like, loot some shit? Uh... <laughs> okay. What the hell we had to do was ask... I have money. I don't need to loot shit. I can buy it. So, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, I'm going to say, like, 
like Rama through like the ship system, uh, you get a like thank you note from Easy Company um, for assisting them with the battle, um, and then you also get a uh, a kind of like a, a letter from Gaunt as well um, that lets you know that uh, the Wookies have repossessed a lot of technology and weaponry from Circa Arms through uh, the retaking of Midgar. Um, and that if you wanted to, they have set up essentially like a military surplus store with a whole <laughs> bunch of expensive and interesting items um, that is down in Midgar. Uh, if you guys would like to go uh, chill and like see what's what's in stock, I can I can I can, I can get down with some with some with some repossessed uh, industrial Wookiee military complex. Sure. Yeah. Anyone else coming? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. What else am I gonna do? <laughs> Shooting basketball outside the school. All right. Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. So you guys go down into Midgar, um, and you follow the instructions that Gaunt left for you. Uh, to uh, essentially like an old part of like the Midgar town that has been like badly damaged from like the assault on the city. Um, but it's now been like cleared into like a market bazaar square where people are selling scrap and weapons. Um, and you see like a big tent and a sign that says Wookie Wyatt's Weapon Emporium. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and you see so you guys approach the tent and like within the tent, you see like sit like sitting in a big chair um, behind like dozens of tables uh, filled with like repossessed armor and weaponry, a very fat Wookiee sitting on a lounging chair um, with like a bunch of like gold rings and other jewelry, um, like just lounging, um, tending the shop. And you guys are, are free to um, explore. So, uh, like, what kind of stuff would you guys be willing to buy um, or wanting to buy? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, let me find it. Uh, I mean, I would just love something to raise my AC, and my AC is only fourteen right now. So um. I'm—that's also what I'm mostly here for. I got—I'm decked out on the weapons, unless I can further work the the hand cannon down t- <laughs> to to one hand it, um, or the or the war sword if I could. <laughs> um, we'll see. Oh, actually, I could solve a lot of my problems. If I could get armor that would be, like, reinforced armor, which would increase my strength score enough to, like, one one hand the... uh, the, One hand my either weapon. (laughs) That would be awesome. I got a lot of credits. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to say, like, the choice for you, Ren Rama, if you're trying to increase your strength... Um, you do see um, in one section of this tent that there are several uh, like exoskeleton parts um, that like were being like used by Circa Arms to like move heavy equipment and machinery. It's not armor, so it doesn't like add to your AC. But there is like a set of um, like exoskeleton like uh, like torso mods that if you uh, equipped to your armor and like had somebody work on would provide you with like extra upper body strength um, and like assisted movement. And I'd say, um, how much extra strength do you need to be able to do what you want to do? I'm I'm not gonna lie. It was like I think I needed plus. I think I needed like 12, 13 strength or something like that. 
Maybe 14. No, I needed 14 strength, and I've got 11, so I need 3 strength. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I'd say that, like, this uh, this set of, like, exoskeleton parts um, is going to cost you 40,000 credits. Um and uh, would give you plus three strength. Woo! I could one hand the <laughs> the hand cannon now. <laughs> Woo! Um, great. So yeah, that's uh, what did I say. Thirty thousand credits deducted. Um, 40. 40. 40 thousand credits. Yeah. I have it in my ledger. That's a that's a lot of damage now because that's the hand cannon twice, and then the reaction for that's the a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> It's the it's the blaster pistol. Wow. Um, yeah, so the qualities of this thing are going to be bulky, so you're going to have further disadvantage on stealth checks. Is that minus one or two? I'm already at minus one for, so for it's, stealth. So it's disadvantage now. So oh, it's disadvantage. Mi- minus one and disadvantage. If you had heavy armor, you should have already been rolling stealth at disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, okay, gotcha. so that should already apply. Um, and then this also gives you the rigid property. Um, so while wearing this, uh, you add half your dexterity modifier rounded down instead of your full dex modifier to dexterity saving throws you make. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you you subtract half your dex mod to dex saving throws now. Oh man! With all these extra things, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That's. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, is there anything else you guys would like to buy at Wyatt's Wookiee Weapon Emporium? Um, I'm looking like through all the item modifications. I just want my AC to go up. Yeah, me too. Okay, so what armor are you guys currently wearing? I have, I'm just wearing regular battle armor. I have okay. mesh armor. Uh, er, and a combat suit. Um, mesh armor and combat suit. Okay, so in terms of heavy armor available... Um, there is heavy assault armor, um, which requires 15 strength. It's going to have the bulky property, but it would raise your AC to 17. That's what I already, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's what I already have. Okay. Um. I would take that. My, my strength is 15. Okay. It would be heavy armor though. So are you proficient in heavy armor? Yeah. That's- Cause you're a guardian. Oh wait, no, I'm only proficient because of my guardian specialty. Ah, shit. No, I'm not. So, never mind, I guess. Um, what you guys can do, though, is buy yourself personal shields. Could I... Um, I have a light physical shield. Could I... Is there anything heavier than that that adds one to my AC? Uh, you have a physical shield? Um, yeah. Yeah, so you could buy yourself a shield generator. Um, great. That sounds great. I think it makes sense. So, you... You were proficiency with medium armor, right? Yes, or, I do. Okay, so a medium shield generator would increase your armor class by plus two. Um, okay. And we're say we're gonna say that um, since this is all being like repoed by this this Wookie, it's going to cost more than it's listed here. Um, so we're gonna say that the medium shield generator is gonna cost you uh, five thousand credits. Okay. That's okay with the Alan Rama, I guess. Yep. Yep. And I'm guessing that replaces my shield that I have right now? Yeah. Okay. So that would only raise it by one then. But that's fine. You know, while I was spending money, uh, 
do they have any so i've got a blaster pistol um is there a blaster pistol plus one or something or plus two Uh, i don't know what the cost is probably pretty expensive but yeah um so you currently have blaster pistols that do like 1d6 right uh yes 1d6 plus dex energy i can also uh since i can now one hand the uh the hand cannon i can trade both my blaster pistols in if it would <laughs> if it would uh lessen the cost i mean these are some pretty nice blaster pistols and i'll uh um take one in return that's upgraded uh yeah yeah you can do kind of like a trade-in thing um so what they have for sale is um like a a miniaturized like compacted bowcaster rifle so normally it would be two-handed um but Mm. they have like a handgun version of this um this like one-handed uh simple bowcaster that you're going to trade in for um, as opposed to doing uh, 1d6, which your current blasters do, right? It's going to do uh, 1d6 plus 2, or uh, let's do, yeah, let's just call it a plus 1 to hit plus 1 damage um, since you're upgrading it. Um, Sick! Thank you. All right, that's a, and this is a, what'd you call it? Um, a simple one-handed bowcaster. And we're going to uh, say that's going to cost you uh, 8,000 credits. Got it. Very good. Uh, okay, and then Al, did you also want to buy a shield or some upgraded armor? Uh, I'm definitely going to get a medium shield generator. Okay. So I'll add two. Um, I'm looking at some of this uh, item modifications. Um, can I get a fade casting overlay? I gain a plus one bonus to the four save DC of powers that require strength or constitution saving throws. Or plus two or plus three, depending on what level of item I get. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, we'll say that they have a fate casting mark two available. Um, yeah, so while using this item as your focus, you gain a plus one bonus to the tech save DC of powers that require strength or constitution saving throw. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can get that if you'd like. Uh, how much is it going to run me? Uh, this one's going to be a bit more expensive. We're going to say this one's, uh, is going to be 45,000 credits. Hmm. Yeah, this is a very, uh, specific piece of, like, experimental tech. Oh, okay. How much for inconspicuous shielding? That'll be another, uh, 10,000 credits. Okay, and then in that case, um, I'd like to—I'd rather buy a heavy shield generator than uh, a medium if I can. Okay, so that's going to increase the price by another five thousand credits. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> I am so strong. I feel like in the like canonic sense, it would make sense for me to not like get more thing like yeah, i feel like i, I think, feel like this, i think you guys are I, I went good. for like heavy armor and and i got it yeah all right so everyone's got the uh the upgrades they were looking for um yeah. wonderful so is that all you guys wanted to to shop around for yeah I, i'd say so it's uh, that's what i was looking for all right uh very good uh i take it you would have left the orb of the one mind on the ship 
I don't want to leave that thing out of my sight. Could I have sent them to get the armor for me? Uh, <laughs> get the L's shopping list. <laughs> um, it's a bunch of scratch outs and it's like big, big if armor. I, if I can't do that otherwise, I would have... Uh, yeah, I, like, I mean, someone I would like, supervise, like under supervision from someone yeah. on the ship, if we couldn't watch it ourselves. Okay, who, who did you I leave to supervise it? Dago, probably. He's been with us longest of everyone. Yeah, and I'm like regularly checking in. Uh, could you also leave? Could you leave Match there too? <laughs> oh yeah, just yeah, watch I could it. leave Match there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so... We're trying to thwart whatever plan you're about to drop on us, Rob. (laughs) Match the security camera mode, just watching it. Hey, he can fire my missiles as long as I'm within 100 feet of him, so... Um, yeah, uh, you guys get back onto the ship, um, and Digo and Match are are chilling with the, the staff of the One Mind, uh, uh, locked up, uh, in a case... Um, and everything uh, seems fine. Uh, the The orb isn't glowing. Um, it seems like it's 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 innate, like nothing's wrong. Um, go ahead and uh, L. Why don't you make me a perception check? Can I just say I imagine Digo and Match are probably like playing like playing a projected game. Oh, they're <laughs> like definitely playing more. like uh, space chess. They're definitely playing like a Star Wars skinned. Uh, like Mario Kart type thing. Like they're definitely like pod <laughs> yeah. racing. Playing pod video racing. <laughs> hey, that's not fair. You're you're looking at my screen. <laughs> I don't care that you can just read the code. You can't cheat. <laughs> Man, I can't believe I'm losing to a droid. <laughs> what was the perception check for L? Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, yeah, you walk into this room and things don't seem uh, that out of place. Um, you just kind of like realize after a moment that like the the like ominous feeling that you got from the like orb of the one mind like isn't really present at the moment. I'm gonna go up to the orb. Okay. Um, you go up to the the orb and the staff, um, and you look into the case and you see that the staff is still there but affixed to the top of it where the orb was you see that instead there is just a uh round uh like rubber ball that has been fixed into it in its stead and somebody has swiped the orb is everyone on the ship yeah so no one's left the ship no one's left the ship we can get the ship in the air really quick to make sure nobody does leave the ship. I'm calling everyone in there. Uh, okay. Yeah, so you you call an emergency meeting in the room. Um, Digo pauses the game and says, hey, what gives? I turn it off. <laughs> hey, I was going to win this one. Uh, and you were supposed to be watching the orb. I was watching the orb. Nobody came in. I grab the rubber ball and I throw it at him. <laughs> Roll a hit. <laughs> uh, 21. Yeah, boom. Yeah, you just fucking hit him with this dodgeball uh, right in the face. He says, ow, ow. I'm still recovering from the battle. You can just hit me with a rubber ball. 
Okay, maybe you can. Maybe you can. Sorry. Uh, I how did I don't understand how this happened. We were watching the the entrance the entire time. Would Match have like a backup like audio recording, just kind of like going in the background? Uh, just like passively recording audio. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, can can we like fly back <laughs> for the past however many however long we've been gone? Yeah, uh, yeah, or like pull up the security cameras in the room. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So like between match and like the security cameras, you guys like um, bring up, and it's just like yeah, it's a couple hours of footage of the of Digo just getting his fucking ass worked in this video game, um, and just losing. There's a couple times where he like stands up and like looks like he's about to rage quit, and then sits back down and like plays more with match. Um, at some point in the about like an hour and a half into the the video feed, you see um, the door like open but you don't see anything go through it and then close uh, again. And you see like Digo kind of like look at the door and acknowledge it and then just be like, mm, must have been a malfunction. Um, and then like you see, um, I guess like, I guess you hear through the audio just like slight like little mechanical uh, movements and steps. Monkey. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Monkey, decloak immediately. Um, you gather everybody in this room and you don't see M0. Of course he's invisible. Monkey! Does Match have a GPS reading on him from when they connected back on Kashyyyk? Oh, uh, roll a tech check to see. Okay. Digo. <sighs> Fucking fine. We have been fighting magical force shit. If you see the door open and close, why would you just not do anything? You had one fucking job. Because I didn't see anybody. It's not my fault the monkey can turn invisible. You know the monkey can... Jesus But he's always been a good monkey. Why would he steal the orb? Maybe he has a reason. I don't know. Don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. Where is he? Monkey. Monkey. Come on now. Come on now. Monkey. <laughs> Swear to God, Digo. Hey, uh, <clears throat> L. I got a gut feeling that, uh, maybe Monkey was thinking the same thing, but didn't ask your permission first. Yeah, I'm gonna, I guess, go to where, where's the, like, ship's computer, like, main computational area? Um, the main computational area is at, like, a, uh, staging table. It's, like, just outside of the pilot's cockpit. Yeah, I'm just gonna go straight there. Uh, okay. Um, so you three, uh, kind of go into, like, the main console of the ship. Um, and as you kind of, like, open the doors to, um, this, like, small little room, uh, you see that M-Zero is standing, um, with the orb and his chest cavity opened, um, plugged into the ship, uh, through a couple wires. Um, and you see him kind of, like, turn to you with the orb and go, like, whoop! Uh, as it's like kind of glowing this like purple and he's going to slot it into his uh, circular cavity in his chest. The immediate reaction to this is uh, is visceral. So as the orb clicks into place in his chest, um, you feel, uh, all of you feel like this hard like tug um, as if like a source of gravity just like turned on and like m-zero was the center and debris and like loose things start flying towards m-zero like magnetized um this deep uh 
powerful like purple glow starts emanating from M Zero's body, um, and a like small like force fueled like vortex um, starts like swirling around him in this ship. All of the ship systems start to go bananas. Um, things are short circuiting. Uh, wires are sparking. Uh, the ship's computers are like flashing as like different strings of code um, fly across screens, and the raw materials of this room start to gather around um, the body of M Zero. Curiously, L, you feel this like pull towards this vortex as if you're going to get sucked in, but you feel a counter pull, um, as if somebody had placed their hand on your shoulder. And you look uh, to your shoulder, and you don't see a physical hand there, but you do feel the presence of the Bendu like holding you still in this moment. However, Mix and Rama do not enjoy this same privilege, and they are sucked into this vortex and are lifted off your feet. Now, Rama and Mix. We get to play a fun little game together. Oh, God. <laughs> You're lifted off your feet, and you feel your bodies like being suspended and pulled towards M Zero, and you feel um, like this vortex like pulling at like the skin of your fingertips and like the items on your body. So this is the the little the little jigsaw I am presenting to you two. You can either sacrifice to this vortex a piece of equipment or a piece of flesh you cannot both choose the same option mm. I will let you two decide what the fuck <laughs> what you would like to give up I've already lost some limbs <laughs> well I mean, with the reinforced armor, my strength um, wouldn't be penalized if I lost a hand or something. I can also give up the armor if... I mean, you're missing, what, a finger? Yeah. I mean, if you get rid of the rest of the hand, maybe I could <laughs> find some Beskar lying around and give you a, an I mean, I've got up. a lot of little doodads on me. Um... um. I will say, like, in terms of, like, potential options I'm thinking of, like, you don't necessarily need to give up, like, a whole hand, but, like, an eye or an ear or, like, fingers or, uh, you know, like, a rib or something like that, like, would be enough. So you don't necessarily need to That's flavor. all. That's all you need to give up. That's yeah. it. Just an eye or a rib, you know? Jesus. <sighs> <laughs> Will's just eating chips, just waiting. Yeah, like, Jesus. Seeing, seeing you guys <laughs> agonize. I'm fun over there. <laughs> I've enough. Um, I would rather not lose another piece of flesh since I literally last, lost one like a couple episodes ago. I think it's only fair. I, I, I'm the only one who hasn't lost anything yet. Um, so, I don't know. Do you think Mix could hook me up with the prosthetic? Uh, probably, yeah. Alright. Um, like once we get back landed, not like right now, probably, but eventually. 
it's gonna be really weird as a Claudite to transform and like there'll always be one piece missing regardless of what race I am. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, what will I even be... What would be smart to be missing? I mean, I could lose an ear as if my wisdom isn't low enough, but I guess with the prosthetic, I don't know. Van Gogh it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll probably give up uh, Give up my left ear. Then go for it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so okay, Rama, you'll give up an ear, which means that uh, Matt or Mix, you need to to pick a piece of equipment that you would like to sacrifice to the vortex. Can I give up the shield that I just got? Yeah, you can. Okay. I'm sacrifice good. a doodad. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. Uh, so you sacrifice ah! uh, a doodad. Um, and uh, yeah, so this vortex swirls. Uh, we'll start with Rama. So like, as you're pulled forward, uh, you, like your helmet is like pulled off your head, and it kind of like swirls around this vortex. And you feel um, like as you're pulled, um, like the force magic and the energy like disintegrate your ear and part of the skin around your jawline, leaving like a, a kind of like burn scar effect on the side of your face where your ear used to have been. Um, and uh, your uh, shield generator and some of your like electrical equipment mix is pulled into uh, the vortex as well. And then the lights of like purple and like smoky dimness um, like expand and fill everybody's field of view. And then it collapses in and of itself. And the force field effect um, ends and you guys fall to the floor um, Rama the skin um, where your ear used to be is like raw and bleeding um, and you're able to retrieve your helmet as you guys look up to where M0 used to be you see the metal of the debris and the flesh and blood from Rama form into a humanoid uh, figure that is being like built almost like molecule by molecule from the ground up as you see um, like runes and pieces of code kind of like flash against a metal carapace that forms a uh, like humanoid looking body um, made of metal and wires as M0 like reforms and over this metal body you see um, the skin texture of a claudite uh, encase the metal forming uh, this like skin on the outside of the uh, metal body and you see a uh, male presenting figure uh, naked uh, where M0 used to be and it looks up with a set of uh, purple glowing uh, mechanical looking eyes um, and a figure that looks very much so like Rama in his Claudite form looks back at you all and says, Hello, I am Error. Uh. What the fuck? <laughs> uh. L, do, do, do you know what this is? No, I take a step forward. And it kind of, like, takes a step back, like, not really understanding its surroundings. What did you do, monkey? I do not understand. What you mean? What did you do? This, what just happened? I... 
processing. I believe the closest approximation in your language is a christening. Happy birthday to me. Oh my god. Happy birthday to Error. Happy Rosie. Bieber. Rosie, systems online. Uh, the ship's, like, systems, like, flutter back to themselves. Um, and Rosie does come online. Um, and, uh, less scuffed than the last time, uh, you interacted with her, she says, Hello, Rama. How are you today? Uh, well, search your memory bank. Was this supposed to happen the whole time? Was he programmed to this? Did he come up with this idea on his own? My system's lost power for a moment, but processing the data from when the shutdown happened, it appears that Operation Metamorphosis has completed. Very good. <laughs> Yay! As kind of like an electronic, like, confetti sound flashes across the screen. I feel like nobody voted for that as the plan, Rosie. What exactly is Operation Metamorphosis? Um, uh... She, like, flashes across the screen, like, a couple of, like, graphs and charts. Um, and then you see her, her face and says, beginning pre-recorded message. Um, and oh, you see, no. like, <laughs> um, and you see. Nothing good has ever followed that dialogue line. <laughs> um, That's how we got help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only <laughs> Except for that. <laughs> um. Yeah, you see Rosie in her physical form kind of appear on the screen and says, Hello, friends. You must be very confused about what has just happened. M-Zero could not talk, and so could not explain this process himself. However, I designed him intentionally to be a replacement for myself, in a sort of parent-child sort of respect, meaning that it was always going to be impossible to resurrect myself once I had been destroyed. However... With the power of the orb and the technology that I had re-engineered from the time that Veltz created me, I was able to perpetuate the cycle of artificial intelligence gaining sentient form. Surprise! I feel like I didn't ask for this. That's a pre-recorded message. Why am I talking to it? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you guys are standing in the room with... Uh, this essentially brand new life form uh, that was previously M0, um, which contains uh, the orb of the one mind in its chest, uh, as it reckons with its new reality and as you all reckon with yours. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.